This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? BPDPOD. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. the BPD podcast by donating a dollar a month and save the puppies. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Humane Society commercial oh my God. with the puppies with the pencil jammed up in its eye and like, you can help the puppies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> For a dollar a month, you can help support the BPD podcast and help feed my daughter <laughs> and my puppy <laughs> and my wife and you and my fish. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure he's dead already, but I think we're like weekend at burning weekend at burning poor Charlie for the last three years. <laughs> you didn't know where I was going with that, did you? No, I had no clue where you were going. See, that. Brett had came. came um, the artist, for, the artist formerly known as Brett B. Brett. <laughs> I thought we should do a trailer with playing that and like say, for a dollar a month, you can help the BPD podcast. <laughs> Please don't donate a dollar a month. Like this, we're not affiliated with anything like that. <laughs> well, we might have sponsorship soon. I, I've been working on that. All right, well, that's cool. Restaurant.com, maybe. Oh. Yeah. Cool. I don't know why, but sure, why not? <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know how, they, sure. well, how much money they're going to give me, but sure. <laughs> I'll take it. Well, Kelly's been bugging me all day. No, the last three or four days no, 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 to record no, no, this no, no, episode. No. Look, you asked me to do the research. Yeah, and I didn't realize it was going to be a whole thing of, let's let's record this, let's record this, let's record this. Well, you asked me to do the work, so let's do the work. See, this is what I get when I fire Brett. I got, <laughs> I got a pesky coast. <laughs> well, you knew what you were getting into. Brett, 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 Brett's really going to think that I fired him for real. <laughs> <laughs> he just has a lot going on. <laughs> he has a shed. Yeah. <laughs> He, he's gonna start commenting on the instagram page like i don't have anything going on he has a shed he's he's, well, he's gonna he's gonna come up on his own podcast and call it the a i don't know the, the c what's the letter after p <laughs> the cqe podcast C- he's the, a letter off from the bpd cqe the cqe podcast okay tales from a a southern boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> the musical rants of a southern boy. I'm trying to make a spinoff off you my okay? Part. You don't understand my humor. You sound delirious. No, what I'm saying is that Brett's going to be like, he's going to do a competitive podcast. Okay, but what's CQE? B, P, D. Oh, okay. So the next letter after B is C. Okay, P, gotcha. A, B, C, D. <laughs> Q, R, S. <laughs> Sadly, I'm one of those people that I have to recite the whole alphabet in my head before I can... Yeah, but anyway, oh, Lord, the episode we're doing tonight is one that's very, very close to my heart, and yet I had to bug you to record it. Yeah, because this one's special. Because you got stuff going on. No, yeah, I have a lot of stuff going on. I have a shed. <laughs> oh Lord, 
I do not have a shed. I work. No. I work all day, and we're recording exactly where I work all day. <laughs> so I don't. I don't leave this corner of the room. Nope. I spend at least ten to twelve hours in this corner of the yes, room. You do. So. That's why if whenever we move out of this house and we, I have to buy a shed, I'm gonna buy a shed. I'm not making. I'm not gonna build a shed. <laughs> Please God no. <laughs> Brett's Brett's handy like that. I don't have that yeah. capability. I can't build stuff. Yeah. I can I can logistically come up with the idea how to do it, but right. the whole well, building you no. could put something together like with instructions. Yeah. But, no. <laughs> but not like freehand. <laughs> anyway, this episode is Andrew McMahon. Now, what's so special about Andrew McMahon? Andrew McMahon started in a band called Something Corporate. Mm-hmm. So if you've listened to his podcast before, you would I would hope you know who the band Something Corporate is. Mm-hmm. They have hit songs like Punk Rock Princess, If You See Jordan, Constantine, Space. Um, I just drew a blank right this second. Don't ask me. <laughs> I, and, I, and I've seen them so many times live. I just I just had a brain fart. But then Andrew McMahon actually left something corporate or they kind of just disbanded and he started Jack's mm-hmm. Mannequin. Then he did that for a few years and now he's touring as Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, mm-hmm. which I think is a pretty cool name. Yeah. Well, so, that's his name. Yeah, his name is Andrew Ross McMahon. <laughs> he was born in September 3rd, 1982, and he's an American singer-songwriter, and I think he is probably top five favorite songwriters for me personally. Yeah. I love this guy. Mm-hmm. I love I love his lyrics. I love his voice. He has a very distinct voice. It's not very... Yeah, he does. Not very many people have that voice. Yeah. And um, so... And he plays the piano for his yes. in his songs. <clears throat> now, what's so special about Andrew is he is a a, a pianist. That's how he's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. He um <laughs> that just felt like I was saying a dirty word. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he um so when you when you go to his concerts, he is rocking out hard with a piano. But he ha- it's yeah. funny because he has two microphones: one that's right in front of where his musical mm-hmm. sheets are, and then one off to the side where so he can see the crowd mm-hmm. and. It's hard to explain, but he does it so perfectly and in sync yeah. that you don't even realize that yeah. he's... And I think there's, he has a third mic for when he stands up and dances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen him dance, uh, perform in New Jersey, and he stood up on top of his piano and just rocked out and danced and jumped off of it and crowd surfed, and the guy's a maniac. And, well, and it's kind of cool, too, that he's kind of going along the lines with like Elton John, Billy Joel, as far yeah. as playing the piano and like not just performing sitting there playing but performing and rock still rocking out you know there's not a lot of people that can do that playing a piano man i I wish he got more (laughs) recognition as an artist yeah because not it's very we were watching the voice a few years ago you and i Mm -hmm. when we used to watch the show after we got tired of watching every single sob story of yeah i was picked on because i was fat so therefore i have to (laughs) win the voice and redeem myself so at this rate, I'm gonna join. The, I'm gonna join the voice next season so I can redeem myself for being overweight when I was a kid and still am. But anyway, um, they one of the the performers sang "Cecilia and the Satellite," mm. and we're like, "Wow, uh, Andrew McMahon song yeah. made it to the voice." Mm-hmm. And all the judges were like, "Oh, what song was that?" And I was like, "Oh, come on." Yeah, but he he That's should sad. get more recognition. He should because he's a very he's he he is a poet. Yes. I mean, his. I was reading like his lyrics when I was doing research for this. And, you know, and, and I was watching an interview too that I'll talk about later. And he's later. so eloquent. He's a well spoken young man. He's very well spoken. Um, well, I, think, I think we're the same age. Yeah. And he's, you know, he just explains things like pretty simply. Like mm-hmm. his lyrics might. You might think, what is he talking about? But then he explains it, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> that <Yeah>. makes sense. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, he's he's a poet. That he is. I was trying to find... He has a really cool tattoo on one of his arms, on his forearms. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't find it. But anyway, it's a very musical, um, music-themed tattoo. Mm-hmm. And it takes up his entire forearm, and I thought it was really beautiful. It's very well done, mm-hmm. colorful, and it's just... Very artistic, but... So now I want to know what it is. I, I need to find it. I should have done that research. It just popped in my head right now. Mm. But um, one of the special things about Andrew was that in 2005, he had 
him and something corp had broken up so he was recording his own album as jack's mannequin Mm -hmm. and three months before the release of the album he was he had to cancel his concerts and he wasn't feeling good so he had to cancel his concerts and he had a medical exam and uh, because he kept having laryngitis Mm -hmm. so he was admitted to the hospital in new york city where he was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia on the on June first, two thousand five, the same day he just finished recording his first solo album, hmm. and so he fought it. And there's actually a documentary. I can't remember if it's on Netflix or not. Um, no, it's on Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's called Dear Jack, mm-hmm. and it, it it goes through the struggles of him mm-hmm. trying to be his own artist and then finding out, oh wait, I have leukemia, yeah, and I I could die, yeah, and it's it's heavy, it's heavy, yeah, I'm sure. So do you want to tell us more about this? Uh. Yeah, so um, they fortunately they diagnosed him in the early stages. Um, so he, the doctors had you know high hopes for his recovery. Um, so he received you know various treatment methods, um, and he updated his blog during that to keep mm-hmm. his fans updated, yeah. um, which I think is cool because you know people, even though you may not know him personally if you like him as an artist you and you've grown up with him mm-hmm. you know as an artist from something corporate to Jackson and again to Andrew McMahon you know you want to know how he's doing mm-hmm. you, you know I think that's the great thing about this kind of music is that the fans actually really care it's yeah. not like you know some pop princess that you know you don't really care yeah. about and you just want to know the gossip yeah like his fans actually care about and him. actually his fans back in the day they started a um what's it called when you donate money to it a charity yes that's the word <laughs> sorry um for leukemia uh-huh. and so the color for leukemia is orange uh-huh. so they did a if you donated money you would get a wristband like a bracelet a mm-hmm. rubber a rubber bracelet like the yeah live strong type of thing yeah and on the lyric it had one of his lyrics on it said i will fight yeah and i had that for years i thought you still had it no it snapped oh. i mean i wore that thing every day i would yeah. still wear it if i had it but yeah it snapped and by the time it snapped that was Five or six years after oh, that so I they, had it, so they, they it, it doesn't exist anymore. anymore. Yeah. So, um, my mom's mom died of leukemia, so that's why I held it close to my. I always wore it every day, all day. Yeah. And it just, it it just rotted away pretty much from yeah. wearing it every day, which I should just get it made up again. Yeah. I should just make it myself. I'm sure you can. Yeah, I might do that. Um. So then, on um, August twenty third, two thousand five. Um, the, uh, his album came out, Everything in Transit, and it debuted at number 37 on the Billboard 200 with over 22,000 copies scanned within the first week. And that was also the same day he received a stem cell transplant from his sister Katie mm-hmm. as the donor. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. That is cool. And that album is such a good album. That mm-hmm. entire album is phenomenal. Every lyric on that is just, it's, he's going through a transition of being a teenager in something corporate mm. to being a young man and finding his way in Jack's Mannequin. He and talks about that. Cancer. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. He kind of had to grow up. He did. He did. So, I'll have to listen to that album in oh, full because I've, so I've heard songs but not like listened in full. So yes, yeah, that one to... and um, the Glass Passenger is also good. Yeah, and I just came up with that Adam Finnair. I remember that. <laughs> I just I love Andrew McMahon. I just love all his stuff. I know. I just love him. Love him. Love him. He, he's not aging very well though. He, <laughs> he's no. looking rough. But I think <laughs> he he's going through a whole vegan thing. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, and he has a kid too. Yeah. so that... and, he, and he tours nonstop. So yeah, but yeah, he and he's probably you know still tired. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure he has to still go to the doctor mm-hmm. for to make sure he's cancer free. Yeah. and so you know it's it takes a lot out of you. So we're gonna talk about some some songs of his, some, some of our favorites. favorite ones, and th- these are in no specific order. No, and they're not all our favorites, but these are the ones that we thought. These are the ones we sing the most at yeah, home. Yeah, <laughs> and Sophia likes them too. Yeah, this is her. I think this is her favorite song from him. Ohio, but this is yeah. actually he's this one he released as Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness 
off the album Upside Upside Down Flowers. Mm-hmm. So, tell us. Should um, we read the lyric first or should we go with your notes? Yeah, we can read the lyric first. So, the lyric is station wagon tires flying. Katie's counting crows through the tears in her blue eyes. State lines and capitals go rushing by as I'm trying to find a station on the radio. Everything's going to be better on the West Coast. And on the day, and the days move fast on northern plains, and I read the maps. The prairie grass moved and the wind like waves. And we can't look back. Some men you just can't save. We had our reasons for leaving. It's better this way. It's beautiful. It's heavy. It's beautiful. It's heavy. I can, in a way, like I can kind of relate to this song. And I think that's why I like it so mm-hmm. much. Um, because he's talking about leaving his home. In Ohio. In Ohio. Which he, he makes the word Ohio sound beautiful in the song. I know he does. And I don't even... <laughs> I didn't I, know you could do that. I've been to Ohio and it's like, cool? It's all right. <laughs> it's no knock on anyone who lives in Ohio, but cool? Cool. Maybe we just haven't seen the nice parts of Ohio. Have you been to Ohio? I've yeah, you went to you've been through Ohio. Ohio. I've actually been to Ohio. <laughs> But you just went to the Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, so what, else, that, what else is there in Ohio? Well, we don't know. Yeah. We, that's what you have to find out. Yeah. Um, but I, I can relate to this song because it reminds me of the day we moved mm-hmm. here. And you know I was a wreck. Yeah. You know, leaving my home and crying the entire drive practically. Yeah. Um, I left my parents, my family, my dog. <laughs> uh, I was a wreck. Mm-hmm. And so I can, I I can relate to this. Yeah. Yeah. But on this one, I can relate to it in the sense that my mom, my brother and I, we left New York just to get a new start on life. And also my mom for her treatments. And we left, uh, we left that life behind. Yeah. And then we started fresh in Florida. Mm-hmm. And with with uh, Andrew, he left Ohio and moved to California. Yeah. So that's where he got his fresh start. Yeah. So, yeah, it was... It's rough no yeah. matter, you know, moving is moving is tough. Moving yeah. away is, is tough to go through for anybody, whether you want to go or mm-hmm. you don't want to go. Yeah. Um, so... I like the lyric where he says, some men you just can't save. We had our reasons for leaving. It's better this way. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to get away. Yeah. Um. So the single was released on May 11th, 2018. Wow. I feel like it just came out. I know. <laughs> but it's. I think it, this is one of his more popular songs, mm-hmm. I feel like. It is. Because I feel like I hear it a lot. Well, you hear because I play it all the time. Well, no, but I mean, I feel like I... I well, maybe it's just because you're playing it because I, I feel like I hear it on the radio too, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe that's just I don't you listen to the radio, so it's just me streaming it. <laughs> well, anyways, um, but it charted on the Billboard 200 at number 169, um, which is not bad. It's not bad. It's mm-hmm. not great, but well, it's not at, bad. At least it charted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to think of how many songs have re- are released. Yeah. In a year, and it, yeah. to chart at all, it's pretty yeah. impressive. And to ch- to chart. That far from the bottom mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is is a feat in itself. It's a passing grade. Yeah. Um, it ta- it charted on the U.S. Top Alternative Albums at number 26, uh, Digital Albums number 18, and Top Rock Albums at number 31. So Which this album bad. did very... The song did yeah. very well. The album did well. I think it, did, it, it resonated with a lot of people. Yeah. And... Um, overall, it has catchy choruses, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful melodies. Um, I, I feel like he really explained how he felt when he left yeah. home. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and then when I was doing my research, I found an interview where he talks about this song. Um, so I'm just going to read it, what he says. He said, um, I've been known to talk about the songs I've written. Sometimes I'm asked to asked to and other times i just feel like talking if i'm being completely honest though i don't feel so desperately inclined to speak about ohio 
What I can say is that this past Thanksgiving, after four years, two records, and all the touring that went along with a full career reboot, I finally settled down long enough to get some perspective. The thought was I would take some time off, do an acoustic run in the spring, and figure out what comes next when I returned. What happened was something altogether different and really kind of beautiful. In the midst of living the closest thing to a normal home life I could imagine for myself, I began to write. Not for anything or anyone. There was no goal, no deadline, no story I was trying to tell. Just the hours in the day when Cecilia, his daughter, was off at school or everyone had gone to bed or whatever that I felt like sitting in my little back house studio and making noises until they sounded like music. In the middle of of it all, this song appeared. I hadn't intended to write it. It's rare for me to dig so far into my memory. But in this case, the call was not one that could go unanswered. Ohio is about my family's pilgrimage from a small town in Ohio to the coast of California. I call it a pilgrimage because that's how it felt. At least that's how I remember it. I suppose it's one thing to run away, but it's another to to be pulled down the road by what feels like the hand of fate. But there I go again talking about a song. <laughs> I love this man. So, I mean, I couldn't, like, I couldn't paraphrase no, that. No, you can't. And... I mean, literally, literally, that could be a song in its own. That little paragraph could yeah. be a song in its own. That's... Like, he is so well-spoken. He mm-hmm. is so eloquent in his words. Like I have actually sat down and watched him do an interview of his top favorite, like his top 10 favorite songs. Uh-huh. And I'll just sit there and just watch him in awe. Yeah. Just to hear him talk. Yeah. I watched an interview of him on E.T. Mm-hmm. And That's the one I saw. Yeah. And I mentioned that he talks about a few of the songs that are on mm-hmm. the list. So... I've put those in there, so yeah. we'll talk about that for those so, I mean, songs. But yeah, Ohio is awesome. Yeah, the song. it's it's a very <laughs> <laughs> the song is awesome. <laughs> the song is awesome. Um, it's a it's just a it's a really great song. Mm-hmm. Like it it's a beautiful melody. Yeah, and it's not fast paced, but it's not slow. It's just in the middle. Um. Yeah, it's just. Are you gonna play a? a I think I'll snippet? just play a quick little snippet. Just a little to, snippet. I felt a shadow come behind me. That was the weirdest thing. There's nobody there. It's just the TV. That's why I don't like playing clips. That's my favorite song. That's why I don't like playing clips because it hurts to stop. <laughs> He's just, ha- he has a beautiful voice, I I'm think. I'm telling you. I, <clears throat> I've had the privilege of seeing him live several times <sighs> and he does not put on a bad show. Yeah. Ever. Well, well whenever this pandemic ends, if he tours close well, what if by. It's, what if by the time this thing posts, it already has it finished? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Doubtful, but. <laughs> yeah. Doubtful. It's doubtful. Well, anyways, we should go to this one. Show. This one, this one should be posting in the new year. Ooh, Ooh so welcome to twenty twenty one. Tell, we're still in Corona. <laughs> we're still in quarantine. We're still here. <laughs> the jets are still awful. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yep. Moving on. Constantine. Constantine. I love this song so much that I want to name our daughter Constantine. Yes. And oh, you didn't, I know. You didn't allow it. No, I did not. I thought that would have been such because a great Because you name. know why? Not because of the song. Because there's a movie and it's Demons <laughs> and his name is Constantine. I didn't think about that. Come yes. On. But that's with a C. I don't care. This it's is... the same name. Uh, no, that's with a K. No, it's with a C. Is it? Mm-hmm. I thought it was with a K. I'm, I'm 99% sure it's with a C. Well, anyways, it's still the same name. <sighs> so that's why. Uh, every time I 
heard it, that's what I thought of. Well, this song is almost <laughs> 10 minutes long. Yes, it's a very long song. <laughs> but it tells such a great story, though. Like, it starts from the be- like it, it get, Like, the full story is, like, beginning, middle, and end. Mm. And there's really no chorus to it. Yeah. Like, that's he weird. just tells a story, I mean, and I love it. That's kind of weird. I love it. But um, my favorite lyric is, is, and if this is what it takes just to lie in my mistakes and live with what I did to you and all the hell I put you through. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I love it. So this was released on May 27th, 2003. Oh, man. I'm <laughs> 17 years old. Um, so... You know, now something corporate isn't touring anymore, but fans of Andrew and something corporate, uh, they would request the song whenever mm-hmm. uh, they would see him touring either as Jack's mannequin mm-hmm. or Andrew McMahon. Um, but he he actually refuses, he usually refuses to play it because he knows that if he does, then it's going to be a constant no matter what band he's playing with and i think that's true with any band like it makes sense yeah like people that are fans of justin timberlake and in sync you know they kind of want to hear the in sync stuff but he's playing as himself not as a band and also i I also think what it could be is i think constantine is a a special person in his life that yeah. He doesn't want to keep bringing up over and over again. Right. And bring up this relationship. He's married. He has a kid now. Right. So right. do you really want to bring up your ex-girlfriend's name every single time at a concert? Well, I don't think it's her name. I think it's just... An idea. An idea. I think it's... That name represents yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Um, but actually in that E.T. interview, she asked... The interviewer asked if he kept in contact yeah. with her and he said no. And that's why, and that's why I said that. They like, have no mutual friends, and like that's nothing. that's why I said you really want to keep bringing up your ex-girlfriend at every single concert you perform. Yeah. Hey, sing me a song. Sing me that song about XYZ, ex-boyfriend. Yeah. So no. <laughs> I thought it was cool, though. Um, he... He used to play this song at every show he headlined in 2013. But now he only plays it one day a year, November 11th. 11-11. That's why. And there's a song, there's a lyric in the song that says, I always catch the clock. It's 11-11. And now you want to talk. You're not. Well, now that makes sense. Yeah. I thought that's why you put it on there. No, I just thought it was interesting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) November 11th, 11-11. And the lyric is... And all the hell I... It's after this... It's after that yeah. lyric. Oh, okay. Yeah. I always catch the clock. It's 11 and 11. Gotcha. Well, there's a, a line about Jimmy Eat World yes. in the song as well. And that's actually a direct reference to lyrics from Jimmy Eat World's 99 album, Clarity, from the song, For Me, This Is Heaven. That is also one of my all-time favorite songs. Really? Yes. <laughs> I, that song... Oh. See, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a Jimmy Eat World fan enough to make an episode on it. Right. But, but that song right there. Well, you could do like. My mom is here. Shh. <laughs> Alipitas, tita. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> if you hear her in the background, that's my mother. <laughs> she loves it when I ask her for those. Arepitas are little corn cakes in Colombia. Every second of the day, I ask her for them. (laughs) That's their communication all day. Arepitas, tita? Because we call my mom tita. I just like the way it sounds. I think it sounds funny together. It's like it's small like she is. So, (laughs) oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) she made the face like, oh. Um, but so in, <laughs> in that ET interview, um, she was asking him about this song and he said, it's the thing that every young person does when they think they're madly in love with someone, but it's just this romantic ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said it was a very hormone filled age trying to win someone and losing them and then trying to win them again, but ultimately failing in the end. Yep. <laughs> I think yep. somebody here can relate to that. No, not you? me. You probably <laughs> not me. I didn't wear my heart on my sleeve. <laughs> but it, it, it's a great song. It's all piano. Oh, really? And you've heard this. You've heard Constantine. Have it's you? been a while. It's all. It's mostly piano. There's a little and bit. And it's of, like a ten minute song. I get bored easily. <laughs> I don't. I love it. I sit through it all all the time. I just listen to it all the way through. So, 
there's not much we could say about Constantine. Yeah. Other than you didn't let me, you didn't let me name our daughter Constantine. Yeah. No. Which would have been weird for my mom to say Constantine. Exactly. Wait, she's still here? No, she's outside. Uh, I was gonna say, Mom, say Constantine on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd she go? She's oh man, watering her plants. I think. Um, it is nine o'clock on a Monday night, and she's outside watering plants. Mm-hmm. Here, hold on. Here she comes. Mom, come here. They got Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> Constantine. Constantine. That was going to be Sophia's name. Yeah. Constantine. Constantine. Yep. Constantine. <laughs> yeah, I definitely could not hear her saying that no. every day. She'd be like, Con- Con- Constantine. 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 So, <clears throat> moving on. Now that we've ruined my song. Yeah, well. So close. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I really like this song. This is a different. This is a different it's, song for Andrew. It is. It's very upbeat and and it's what probably one of my favorite videos of all time. <laughs> the video is hysterical. <laughs> and I've watched this video at least a hundred times with Sophia. <laughs> like it's so. It's, tell them about the video. No, you have a you have a funny note at oh, the bottom I do? of it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you want me to read the note or you got it? It's uh, in white. Yeah. Uh, it says, what happens when two space-obsessed outsiders cross paths on a sweltering Brooklyn afternoon? An epic dance party, of course. They have. <laughs> so, in the video, it's this girl that's. She's very much into space. She's into space. She's wearing a space, like a an astronaut, astronaut suit. suit. So, she has she has the full. She's got the full get up. The, the helmet, <laughs> yeah, all glass. Everything. And she's going to a store where they get like little paraphernalia for uh not paraphernalia little souvenirs for space yeah and across aliens. the street is andrew mcmahon in another nasa outfit yeah he's in and the orange jumpsuit he's wearing orange jumpsuit with a helmet and she's wearing gray yeah and they're across the street from each other and he's selling little trinkets on the street corner yeah and he makes eye contact with her and he's like he points at her yeah and he challenges like her it's that typical like dance battle. He challenges her to a dance off. Yeah, and they start dancing against each other across the street from each other. <laughs> but it, it's funny because he's also the the vendor in the store. Yeah, but it, it, Andrew's he's, the vendor in the store. He's yeah. like different people. Yeah. like he's just a regular guy walking down the street and bumps into her. Yeah, and then he's the astronaut selling stuff on the side of the road. <laughs> and then they do the dance off, and so. He dances, then she dances, he dances, she dances, and they finally, at the end, they're like, okay, let's... Don't they end up dancing together? Well, no, they don't. They, oh, they at don't. the end, they're crossing remember. the street to meet each other, and a car honks the horn and almost hits them. Doesn't it hit him? No, it doesn't. It oh. doesn't hit anybody. I thought so it hit somebody. They, they let the car go by, and they look at each other, and then they both take off into space. Oh my God. And they hold each other <laughs> oh, in, sp- right. in the space that's with right. all these shooting stars and stuff. It is such a funny video. Yeah, you almost have to be like on something to watch it in a way. <laughs> to appreciate it. <clears throat> um, but the uh, the album um, is... Your dog's coming down the stairs. Yeah. Zombies on Broadway. Uh, it's the second album under Andrew McMahon... In the wilderness, mm-hmm. um, it was released on February tenth, two thousand seventeen. Um, and his his goal for the album was creating the best songs possible, as opposed to trying to fit a song into a certain production style or aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sound of the album has been described as pop and pop rock with influence from electric dance music. That actually is a great description of that song yeah. and album. And it drew comparisons to the band Fun as Fun. well. So, yep. Um, but the song is about taking chances and starting over when the need arises, which kind of, which makes sense. Um, the lyrics are... Read the lyrics. If you guys hear the pitter-patter of Lily's feet, sorry. <laughs> So he goes, we cross a country in an airplane with the wings on fire, hanging from the seatbelt sign. That's the one thing. There's no safety in desire. Preserving life's as good as dying. And these could be the best or darkest days. The lines we walk are paper thin. And we could pull this off or push away. Because you and me have always been so close. (laughs) On this special episode of the BPD Podcast. 
Um, so this song also charted at number 23 on Alternative Airplay, number 39 on Rock Airplay, and number 40 on Hot Rock and Alternative Songs. Um, the album charted at number 43 on the Billboard 200. And that's not bad. That's not bad. That's a lot better than the other one did. <laughs> um, it charted at number five on Alternative Albums and number 12 on Digital Albums. And the song was recorded at Arcade Studios in New York City. In New York City, which our new logo has the New York City skyline. Ooh, it looks really concrete nice. jungle. That's what Megan said. I know. <laughs> Shout out to Megan. What Megan, up, Megan? Ma- Megan hasn't gotten fired. What up, boo? <laughs> Me- <laughs> Megan just has a lot going on. She's she has a shed. No. <laughs> Yeah, in her belly. Yeah, <laughs> Megan's She's on growing life. Maybe Megan's on baby baby count. Like at any moment, she yes. can give birth. Yeah, she was dilated to a one the other day. I mean, she, mm. so by now she's probably to like an eight. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm fairly certain that Megan has. She is probably giving birth tonight at this rate because she texted me earlier. She's she's like, I feel like I'm I'm going to go into labor today. Did so she was, really? Yeah. <laughs> I see how it is. She don't text me anymore. Well, we had. She's our producer. She she, she was texting me the critiques of episodes one and two that she, released. She don't text me nothing about them pregnancy. <sighs> Megan. Megan. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Dark blue. Dark blue. by Jack's mannequin. Oh, interception. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Uh. Yeah. This one is a great one, and the video is beautiful. Do you remember the video? No. Oh. Right. I don't think. Well. Look, I try to multitask, so I have the song playing on YouTube as I'm looking up stuff for it. Oh, this 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 one because is that I it, have to do This is a beautiful video. I can't just sit and not I can't just sit. Kelly and can't watch. multitask. No, I have to multitask. No, but I'm saying I have you have to do something you, else. You can't multitask like I can. No. <laughs> I because I'm not psychotic like you are. I'm not psychotic, it's just that my brain works different than yours Psychotically. does. Psychotically. <laughs> Like I can focus on it. I get a maximum of three things. After three things, like whenever I'm sitting at work, I can listen to the TV, listen to you. But if Sophia comes up with the iPad behind me, I go crazy. I can't. I, I can't balance it. I, I lose my mind. I'm like I, I, uh, the okay, the dance marathon. Yes. Uh, okay, yeah. That's all you had to say was the dance marathon. Well, I don't remember. The, I couldn't remember the word. English is my second language. Okay, but you've had it as your second language since you were like eight. All right, so but still, you'll be all right. So, oh, this one is such a beautiful song. He's so cute. <laughs> He's a good looking guy. He is. He's a good looking guy. And the the video is a dance. It's a like a nineteen fifty nineteen fifties dance marathon. It's a dance off. A dance off. So like whoever survive, like whoever lasts the longest whoever, wins. Whoever survives the Hunger Games <laughs> wins five thousand bucks. So like the couples start dropping off, and he's playing yeah. with his band mm-hmm. with an old timey microphone, which I'm dying to get for this podcast. One of those microphones. It's two hundred bucks if you support the podcast. I'll buy this microphone. <laughs> Look at that. That's that's an awesome microphone. Please don't. Um, Please don't. What if this would be my full time job? <laughs> no, this kind of actually kind of reminds me of the uh, of the movie Grease. Oh, which I've never seen. Yeah, um, they. I think they do this. In, yes, they do this in the. They have a the dance movie. off. They have a dance off. Hmm. Um, but it's at the high school. Never um, seen it because they're all high school kids and i say but that but john travolta is like 45 at the, i in say that, that movie. loosely because they're all like over 21 <laughs> Jeez. all right let's go on to the song before, um, we, that, we, before we venture out into uh movies grease yeah right, mosquito just bit me okay um so the song was released on june 27th 2006 it i went, remember when this song came out Jeez, time is flying by it went gold in may of 2013 mm-hmm so, um, it was also played on a, a live in an episode of One Tree Hill. I actually watched that episode just because of this, because he was going to be on it. I had no idea what anything was happening in the show. No idea. I just watched it just for Jack's Mac. And I, and I, I think they played it in the last 10 minutes. So I watched the whole episode, not having a clue who was who, what was what. That's awesome. And I'm just sitting there like, 
this show at all. <laughs> like, when is, when is Andrew going to play? And then when he played, I was like, okay, cool, we're good. And it was probably like five seconds of no, him he playing? Per, he, they played for like two or three minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they actually showed. It was worthwhile. Okay. It was worth it. Well, I right. still don't know so, what the show's about. Sometimes uh, on shows, they only play for like Mm-mm. like a few seconds. And, and then they... the, well, the girl from One Tree Hill. Um, Sophia Bush? No, the other one. She was an MTV VJ. Oh, yeah. She was in the mixtape video. Oh, was she? Yeah, so I think that's how the, the whole thing uh, happened. She's in the mixtape video, and he played this on their show. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. That makes sense. Um, it was also featured in the trailer for his documentary, Dear Jack. That's the one where he, during his yeah, cancer treatments. his cancer treatments. And then author Stephanie Meyer included the song in the inspiration playlist for her novel, Breaking Dawn. Whatever. <laughs> I just thought it was an interesting fact. Cool. <laughs> um, and actually, she directed, I think, one of his music videos. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yo, dog, go lay down. <laughs> she wants to go to bed. Well, she was in bed. Nobody <laughs> told her to come down. <laughs> um, but this is his favorite song from the album. I don't blame him. Yeah, it's a really, it's a good song. Um, well, you've... You've oh, already. I didn't realize you had to know. No, it's on okay. That. You've already gone into the video. That's fine. Um, but in that ET interview, he said, and you can find it on YouTube. Um, Please watch it. It's, yeah, it's, it's Andrew really McMahon, good. ET. Yeah, it's just questions about like some of the lyrics in different songs of his. Mm-hmm. Um, and but he said that "Dark Blue" will forever be one of his favorite songs he wrote. Um, he had broken up with the love of his life, and which is now his wife, um, and knew they were, me- were meant to be together. Um, and he had a dream that they were in this massive tidal wave. So he wrote the lyrics to manifest his will to piece it all back together in the midst of all the chaos. The dude is just... That's exactly what he said. I, I'm telling you, I got goosebumps hearing that. The guy, <laughs> the guy has a way with words. That are just mind blowing, and don't don't just listen to these these songs that we select. Yeah, listen go, to the album. Like, do me a favor. Go to Spotify. Go to Andrew. This is Andrew McMahon playlist. Yeah, and it ha- it ranges from all his songs from all his bands, and you will not regret it. Yeah, you won't regret it because the and listen to the words. Yeah, all his lyrics are just deep and powerful. Lily just laid on the floor on a, on a blanket. Yeah, she pulled the blanket down. <laughs> But um, I love the lyric. I mean, I'm going to read these lyrics. Dark blue, dark blue. Have you ever been alone in a crowded room? When I'm here with you, I said the world would could be burning, burning down dark blue. I mean, that's... I, mean, I love the fact that have you ever been alone in a crowded room? Your dog is staring at you like, yo, it's bedtime, woman. Let <laughs> like, us go. Past my bedtime. I know, girl. It's okay. <laughs> All right. So now that Lily interrupted us... <laughs> She's ruining the flow. (laughs) Lily, you suck. You're awful. It's okay, girl. Um, Okay, so Cecilia and the satellite. And now she's standing on her hind legs, pawing at Kayla like, (laughs) yo, it is bedtime now. (laughs) You guys all know this dog is attached to her hip. She loves me. She loves her mama. She's a mama's girl. But then she comes looking for daddy in the mornings when I'm here at work. Yeah. To let her out. Daddy. Where is she? Because <laughs> Kelly sleeps in a little bit Not past much. me. So Not Lily much. follows me on the stairs like, yo, I got to go. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, on to the next one. Cecilia and the Satellite. Yo, this mosquito got me good. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on from the mosquito. Cecilia and the Satellite, <laughs> performed by Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, because I felt like I mumbled through that. Don't look at her. If you look at her, she sees you. <laughs> She's a T-Rex. She, she got the same arms as a T-Rex. She already sees me. Jeez. If you look at her, she... If you move, she sees you. Yeah, she was fine. She was laying on, her, on the floor, and then all of a sudden, Kelly looks at her, and she's like, you see me? <laughs> anyway, Cecilia in the Satellite. The lyric I love is, if I could fly, then I would know what life looks like from up above and down below. I'd keep you safe. I'd keep you dry. Don't be afraid, Cecilia. I'm the satellite, and you're the sky. Now, Cecilia is his daughter. Mm-hmm. And in the video, do you talk about the video in your notes? I don't think you do. Yes. You do? So take over. Um, the video depicts her as a baby, which it well, is she her. she is so beautiful. Yeah, she is beautiful. 
Um, so she's being shown a book by um, Andrew, Andrew. Mm-hmm. and it's intercut with scenes showing a young woman whom who we assume it looks like her is her as an as a young woman or as an adult. Is, how creepy is it that they found a, a young woman that looks yeah like the kid? Yeah, I mean it happens. People have doppelgangers. That's creepy. Yeah, like, um, I wonder if my doppelganger is like thin, good looking. <laughs> God. I mean, I'm fat and good looking, so <laughs> oh maybe he's God. being thin and ugly, my doppelganger. Okay, anyways. Um, so she's walking. <laughs> That's not funny. Uh, walking and swimming in the locations that are drawn in the mm-hmm. book. It's a hand drawn book. It's such a cool And I'm concept. guessing he drew it, or somebody he knows mm-hmm. drew it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it implied that the latter scenes are being um, imagined by baby mm-hmm. cecilia which i don't know if that i mean that's, that's a cool interpretation yeah it yeah. is i don't know that that's actually happened but, <laughs> but and, you never know and there's an alternate video that i've seen a couple of times i feel like it got pulled down from youtube <clears throat> jesus don't look at her there's an alternate <laughs> video of him it's actually him performing it's like one of those performance music videos mm-hmm. but he's on the tour bus with the, the little girl with his mm-hmm. daughter and then they get off the bus and he walks with her on the stage mm-hmm. shows her where he performs mm-hmm. and at one point she has her head, head yeah, like those muffle sound headphones yeah. mm-hmm. and she's watching him perform that's cool that's that one i i like that one a little bit better yeah because he's more an element but i also love this one too yeah yeah it's cool but i saw it like once or twice and it just disappeared off youtube Huh. It got replaced by this one. Uh, well, maybe that was the initial video yeah. and then they did actually did a video. Yeah, maybe. Um, So this was re- uh, released as the lead single for his debut album as Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness mm-hmm. on August 12th, 2014. And as you can guess, it was written for his daughter, Cecilia. Um, it was number five on Billboard's uh, Alternative Songs, number six on hot rock song hot rock songs that's a mouthful it is i fumbled that um number 10 on adult pop songs and number 96 on billboard hot 100 so this song did very well very well for him it did very well for him now i need to look into and see it don't look at her (laughs) she's staring at the couch yeah she's like (laughs) it's weird She's kind of creepy sometimes. She'll stare off into space, just, and it like it creeps me out. She'll stare off into the corner of the house. It's stares. the weirdest thing. But anyway, I wonder if he writes songs for other artists, like Ed Sheeran does. Yeah. Or does he only write just for himself? I've never looked into that. I don't know. Need to look into that. But anyway, to see in the satellite, I think we're we're good with that. Yeah. <laughs> the resolution. The resolution. By Jack's mannequin. By Jack's mannequin. And he goes, I'm alive and I don't need a witness to know that I've survived. I'm not looking for forgiveness. I just need light. I need light in the dark as I search for a resolution. I feel like this was about his end of cancer. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Because he survived. Yeah. He survived. He fought. And he won. I mean, he fought hard too. Yeah. So... Um, but the album was released on September 30th of 2008. But many of the songs for that album were actually not written until like mid to late 2007. Now she... <laughs> um, but <laughs> it's because um, he had writer's block until mid-2006. Which, that must be the most terrifying thing as a, as a music writer or a yeah. writer in general. Yeah, it gave him a lot of anxiety. Um, but it sold 49,000 copies its first week mm-hmm. and charted at number eight on the Billboard 200. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. For him having writer's block. For his first for his first solo album. To then be number eight. Yeah. Like, that's, that's amazing. Um, and it was... <laughs> It was also in the top 10 for other Billboard charts. Um, But they actually canceled their next tour that was scheduled for October of 07 because he was mentally and physically exhausted exhausted after touring nonstop for over a year. Mm -hmm. Um, But he said he wanted this album 
to be more organic and natural sounding instead of the more digital approach that a lot of people yeah. take. Where they record different parts. Like yeah. the drum person records in Ohio and then this person right. records here. Right. They wanted the full band in there. Yeah. So he worked in the studio with his backing band and they want, like you said, they wanted it to feel played instead of chopped up and just mm-hmm. thrown together. Yeah. Um, so there were like six or seven people at any given time in that room and um they just tossed ideas around for the song so it was it was a group effort that album um but um this song and caves talk about his battle with cancer and i will let you read the rest of that while i tend to this dog oh my god <laughs> what do you want me to say just read the after the resolution. All right, so Kelly's assignment, her her home homework assignment. I just went ho, 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 homework, <laughs> homework assignment. Uh, the resolution was released to the radio on August nineteenth. A music video was filmed for the track in early September. McMahon combed through video treatments, though he saw some positive ones. McMahon felt nothing stood out. Someone at his label suggested he think beyond simply approaching mu- video directors. McMahon suggested author Stephanie Myers. She had been a fan of his work, even going as far as naming him as an inspiration for her own work. The group contacted her and asked if she would be interested. She had no experience directing, so collaborated with co-director Noble Jones. Meyer's treatment came about after studying the song's lyrics. When Jones heard the treatment would cost more than their budget allowed, he made a few adjustments. Meyer then rewatched music videos she loved to get a sense of style, including those for OK Go, Here It Goes Again, Brand New Sick Transit Gloria, Gloria F- Glory Fades, and My Chemical Romance is Helena. Great video. The video was filmed over a 14-hour period off the Pacific Coast Highway and required three set pieces, an ocean, a desert, and a mountaintop. And now Kelly's carrying the dog <laughs> like an infant, and Lily has her face in the microphone. <laughs> oh, it's okay. She wasn't going to stop. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm speechless. She's here. She's my baby. It's that white people stuff right there. <laughs> and now she wants down. She'll be fine. I got her. <laughs> now Lily's like, hey, can I get down? I didn't think this through. Kelly's like, no, you're stuck with me. Stuck. All right. You're stuck. So this video is pretty cool, though, because he's, he's driving a pickup truck with a piano on the back, mm-hmm. and his house is getting flooded, mm-hmm. and like the ocean's trying to take him away, but he's avoiding it. Yeah. Like the ocean is death. Yeah, it is. And trying to get him. <laughs> Have you seen the monsters in the ocean? I don't mess with the ocean. <laughs> like, mm-mm. I don't mess with the ocean. We're not doing that. There are monsters. Like, I, I always bring up, there's a, there's a fish down there that has a light bulb on its head. <laughs> I don't mess with the ocean. <laughs> it's a nightlight. <laughs> I don't mess with that. He got big old teeth and a light bulb. I ain't, yeah. I ain't down with that. <laughs> All right. So, we're going to go on to Watch the Sky. Mm-hmm. Now, this was off of a compilation album. Mm-hmm. Is that? Did you get that in your notes? Uh, it was off the album North. It was the final album of Something Corporate. Okay. Yep. Now, this. You can talk about it. No. It's fine. Well, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm the lyric. Okay. There's there's things that are worth giving up. I know. When you can't bear to carry me, I will fight. You live the life you're given with the storms outside, and some days all I do is watch the sky. And today was a good day. That's pretty. Yeah. And I just, that lyric, I will fight. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Because he, 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 he had all the chance to just give up on different things in life. But he's like, no, nah, I'm going to fight. Yeah. And and then to, to, to solidify it with, you know what? Today was a good day. Yeah. And some days that's, that's what you just write. Like, yeah. Today uh, was a good day. Yeah. With, with my counselor, she tells me I have to keep a feeling journal about my feelings every day. And some days I just write on there, today was a good day. And, she, and I tell her, I'm like, hey, when I see her every week, she's like, all right, so read me off what happened during the week. And I'm like, well, on this day, nothing. It was just a good day. And she goes, that's excellent. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like, I didn't know if you wanted more. She goes, no, it was a good day. It was a good day. Yeah. You don't have to explain why no. it was a good day. It was a good day. If it was a good day for you, that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, um, something corporate uh, wanted this album to sound like a winter album. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Whereas Leaving Through the Window, they looked at it as their summer album. I don't know why. I can see that. Okay. <laughs> Glad that makes sense yeah. to somebody. Because <laughs> through, Leaving Through the Window had um, Space, it had Punk Rock Princess, if you see okay. Jordan. And it was kind of an um, hurricane. Mm-hmm. So it, it was very, yeah, it is a summery album. Huh, I didn't think about that till right now. Yeah. No. That makes sense. Um, And then... I lost where I was. Okay. Um, the album charted at number 24 on Billboard 200, number 154 in the UK, and it sold 41 co- 41,000 copies its first week and then sold 300, almost 400,000 copies by June 2005. Mm-hmm. And it was actually released on vinyl in November 2013 to celebrate its 10th anniversary. So it means it's coming up on its 20th anniversary soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guitarist for Something Corporate, uh, Josh Partington, uh, he said that they were frustrated with the album's lack of success. They had put all this hard work into it and were doing everything they could, but it felt like certain parts of the whole machine weren't working in mm-hmm. their favor. Yeah. So. Yep. But, I mean, I feel like it did pretty good if you chart at number 24 on the billboard 200 but i think that with something corporate they were they were expecting they were on the rise mm-hmm. as a band and they were expected i mean they expected more out of themselves yeah and it just, and it just kind of fell flat yeah yeah um but in the et interview she asked him about this song and he said he had been partying a lot more than normal and he had a. He said he had a really rough trip. I'm sorry. I have to. I have to just point this out that Lily's eyes are so heavy. She's sitting on your lap and she's like <laughs> nodding off, and she can't keep awake. <laughs> um. So he had a really rough trip, and then woke up the next morning and realized he pretty much had to get himself in check. Mm-hmm. Um. He said that as as what goes on with musicians and and everything like that there's this peter pan complex that goes on um with being a performer and they pretty much host a party every night that they're on tour you know your show is your party yep and then they and then you're on that high at a performance afterwards and it extends that's what he said it it extends to other areas so you know they definitely smash some hotel rooms up and everything um but he said it's an easy thing to slip into oh yeah oh yeah for sure Yep. So yeah, we didn't do fa- we don't have favorite song and lyric too hard. No, you can't. Yeah, you I don't can't. necessarily have a favorite lyric. I have a favorite song, which I've already said what it was. So and I'm trying to think some um, honorable mentions. You could listen to Teenage Rock Stars, which talks about what you just said them performing i I almost listened to that to like see if there was another song we could add to the list but i i didn't listen to it i mean we're at almost an hour so no that'd be good yeah (laughs) so that's a good one um bruised is a great song um trying to see what else we can give honorable mentions punk rock princess Mm -hmm. i think i think brett's talked about that song as you sleep is a great one Cavanaugh Park, mm-hmm. um, La La Lee, it's a good one. All right, we already said the resolution. Yeah, that's on our list. Yep, and I think that's it for right now. Yeah. Yep. So if you have a chance, listen to the Andrew Command playlist anywhere on Spotify or Apple Music, whatever you have, streaming wise. Mm-hmm. So, show email address is bpdpodcast48 at gmail dot com. Uh, the Instagram page is bpdpodcast. All right, tell them your stuff. Uh, my Instagram is Kelly's Crafts 2015. My Etsy is Crafty Kelly's Workshop. And you can follow Lily on Instagram. It's Lily the Sad Pup. <laughs> she would love some more followers, even though she doesn't really care about anything else. Other than being on mommy's lap. Other than that. <laughs> or being carried by daddy. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> I have a running gag with her. If, I, if I'm at work and I just need a break away from the... The hustle and bustle. Mm-hmm. I go beep, 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 and I just turn around and start going towards her, and she starts wagging her tail like she knows she's getting she attention. She wags her tail. She uh, submits and like <laughs> shows her belly, <laughs> and then I just pick her up and I go beep 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 beep. beep. 
Right now, she doesn't want to because she's she's exhausted. She's giving me this, the eye. Like, Which I don't know what she's exhausted from. The dog, all she does all day is sleep and do nothing. She paces. Oh, we walked her today. She goes outside. Eats stuff. Apparently eats things because she got sick last night. And threw up in my mom's room. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> follow us, email us, do whatever you want. So with that, <laughs> listen, tell your friends about the show, please. Whatever. All right. <laughs> Whatever. Say your goodbyes. Wicka flicka. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hasta luego, guys. <laughs>